the people that live in darkness, a great light has shone on them. In John's gospel, light and darkness are two opposing forces. Darkness represents lies, evil, and the light represents truth and life. So in John's gospel, Jesus is the light. The light came into the world and darkness could not prevail against it. And so in that gospel, Judas Iscariot, the symbol of the sea, was at the last supper with Jesus in the light but decided to walk away in the night from the light into darkness to betray our Lord Jesus Christ. And when the Lord Jesus was buried in the tomb, the world was engulfed in darkness. It is therefore not surprising that John carefully chooses his words. On the first day of the week, the day that God began creation, this same first day of the week is the day that Jesus Christ brings about recreation, making us anew. Mary Madeline goes to the tomb while it was still dark. In other words, Jesus, the light of the world, is in the tomb and therefore there is still darkness. But if John says while it was still dark, then he means that there is the anticipation of the light coming. That is how John anticipates the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Beloved, last night, the whole church kept vigil to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, to celebrate that beautiful early morning on which Mary Madeline came to the tomb. It was the custom in Palestine to visit the tomb of a loved one for three days after the body had been laid to rest. It was believed that for three days the dead person's spirit hovered around the tomb, but then it departed because the body had become unrecognizable through decay. Following her superstitious belief, Mary Magdalene came very early on Sunday morning when it was still dark to pay her last respect to Jesus before the so-called spirit departs finally. Still, she was shocked at what she saw. The stone was rolled away. Mary of Magdalene was there when Jesus was laid in the tomb. He saw the big and the heavy stone rolled across the entrance of the tomb. She must have wondered who would roll the stone away 
for her to gain access to the tomb as she left her home very early in the morning. But when she discovered that the stone had been rolled away, she was shocked. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciples, the one Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they laid him. You know, I was reading the book, and the book was talking about the disciples of Jesus having some hallucination about the resurrection, and indeed, Jesus did not rise. That is full of baloney. <laughs> because you cannot hallucinate about something you have not been thinking about. The apostles were so slow in accepting the resurrection of our Lord. Mary Madeline went there thinking that the body had been stolen and therefore he came to report, they have taken my Lord away and I don't know where they have put him. How would such a lady be hallucinating? Even the apostle, the giant Peter, did not believe the resurrection until he went to the tomb, bowed and looked into and saw the wrappings, then he believed. When he saw that the body had been assumed out of the shroud, that is where the faith began. And the other disciple went in, saw it, and he saw the burial cloth neatly folded and put at the head where Jesus was, and he also believed. Comparing the resurrection of our Lord and the resuscitation of Lazarus, we see the difference. When Lazarus came out of the tomb, the shroud was not taken away from him. He was still bound by the shroud until Jesus said, remove him and set him free. Because indeed, when the Lord Jesus Christ sets you free, you are indeed free. In the contrast, when Jesus came out of the tomb, those shroud was left in the tomb. And look at the cuts on the body, the bleeding. And if he was robbed in that shroud and spices pour on air, it will get stuck to the skin. And so the theory that says that the body was thrown was not possible because it takes only a stupid thief to take the time to unwrap the body and leave it in the tomb. So that was the evidence that the body was not stolen, but is indeed risen. In fact, I think we need to appreciate Mary Magdalene's faith. She loved Jesus. She had faith in him. While Jesus was on earth, she called him Lord. And even after his death, she still called him Lord. They have taken my Lord away. She would not allow Jesus' death to change her faith and relationship with him. Though she did not think that Jesus must have risen at that particular moment, she expressed her faith in the resurrection by calling Jesus my Lord. 
That is what is expected of each one of us. That even in the darkest moments in our lives, Jesus is Lord. That was the darkest moment of Mary Madeleine's life because at that point she felt that Jesus was not only crucified and buried, but that they had also taken his body away. It was a sad moment for her, yet she had the courage and faith to call him the Lord. The resurrection did not come to her mind, neither did the apostles think of resurrection, but Jesus has risen indeed. Let us go back to the stone that was rolled away. The stone across the tomb symbolized the end of the road. To them, Jesus had been locked in and there was no way out. But the God who makes a way where there seems to be no way made a way. The resurrection power rolled the stone away and Jesus rose triumphantly that day. That is what the resurrection power does to every believer. It moves the stone away. Like Mary Madeline, we may be wondering who would roll the stone away for us. The rock of depression, the stone of sickness, the stone of fear, the stone of unemployment, the stone of the dying of a loved one. And in fact, whatever kind of stone which the devil has placed to block our success, to block our salvation, the resurrection power of Jesus can roll away the stone. Whatever stone blocking you in life. I strongly believe that the power of Jesus' resurrection can make a difference. So that the people who are wallowing in darkness and in depression and in sorrow will see a great light. The light that enlivens our heart. The light that makes us new. The resurrection of Jesus is a victory over lies and darkness. It is a victory over sickness and uh, over every wickedness of the evil one. The angel rolled the stone away and sat on it, which shows that the battle is over. And the battle of depression, the battle that we are fighting with the evil one is over and victory belongs to the Lord. As we celebrate this victory, beloved, let us continue to live in the light of the resurrection power of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is what Paul makes us understand in our second reading this morning. That if we have been raised with Christ, then we should live the life of the resurrection. Living the life of the resurrection is to continuously look up to the things of heaven while still living here on earth. It is to be conscious that this world is not our home. We are only passing through. Our lives here on earth should bear witness to the resurrection and be bold in love like Peter to testify 
to Jesus being alive. Indeed, he is risen. Peter testifies that they ate. He testified that they drank with him after he rose from the dead. He is indeed alive. We are all called today to be true witnesses of the resurrection of our Lord. Not just to testify that we ate and drank with him, but that we continue to eat and we continue to drink with him through the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. Jesus is alive. He will never die again. Dearly beloved, there have been great people in history, even in our religious circles. None of them died and rose again. You can think of uh, Muhammad. You can think of Baha'i. You can think of Zurasta. You can think of Guatama Buddha. You can think about any other person, Hitler, or whoever has ever lived and made history. All of them died and never rose again. The only person who died and rose again is our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you have God, whose son is, has the power over life and death, whose son rose again from the dead, then we are assured we have the potential to also rise from wherever we have fallen. We have the potential to raise our heads over and above the waters, no matter the circumstances, no matter the challenges. If we believe in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord is going to make a difference in our life. Don't mind me, I have a loud mouth. <laughs> Let us therefore hold on to the power of the resurrection of our Lord. And let us ask the Holy Spirit to strengthen us so we will never give up even in hopeless situations. So that we will never be locked in the tomb when the enemy rolls the stone and wishing to keep us in. When the enemy lies against us and want to incarcerate us, we will rise again through the power of the resurrection. Amen.